0: Hi, Silo here. I'm your host for Create Your Own Destiny, the show that brings you extraordinary people sharing extraordinary stories, showing us how they found and used the key to create their own futures. We have stories about overcoming adversity, using passion and purpose to impact others and turning pain into personal power. Good afternoon. Welcome to Create Your Own Destinies. This afternoon, I'm super excited to have my good friend Kev Ride in, in the studio. Welcome, Kev. How are you doing, mate? I'm
1: great, mate. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's an absolute pleasure. It really is. Fantastic, mate. So, hey, how are you doing? Really good. Really good. Um things are uh doing fantastic, business is going well. Um, I still have a job alongside my network marketing business that's going okay, um, and I've got other irons in the fire as well, which I'm all excited about, which are things to look forward to in the future. So yeah, it's brilliant. Thanks, Simon.
0: Excellent. You, you always get more than one iron in the, the fire, or more than one finger in the pies. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Kev, so um, if you if you could be on a billboard and with anything on it, what would it what would it say and why? Um,
1: for us in our, our network marketing team is the Bevink family. Uh, and our, uh, our hashtag, our motto is learn, develop, grow. Hashtag LDG. So for me, I think it would be the motto LDG, learn, develop and grow. Because the more we learn, the more we develop and the more we grow as a person, then the more our lifestyle grows, the more our income grows, the, 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 the better friends we attract and that kind of thing. So for me, it would be hashtag LDG. That's
0: amazing because it's like it's like you, you you can lose money and you can win money, but you, you never that you never lose all the knowledge that you um that you gain.
1: That's right, that's right. And uh, my previous network went into administration, and even though that hit me emotionally very very hard, um, that knowledge, those skills, never left me, and now I can use those in in any avenue in my life, which is which is really the key thing really
0: it's the it's the ability to take those skills with you and use them wherever absolutely mate so, so kev where, where did it start for you in your journey into self-employment then into being a business owner
1: so self-employment really started for me when um i came out of the army um i was looking for something to do I went to a career center and basically it came up with the police force, the army, um, the um, ambulance crew, fire service. And I thought I've had enough uniforms. And then the next one on the list was driving instructor. Wow. So I thought, well, do you know what? I like driving. I'll try being a driving instructor. And, and that's what I did. So that was my first role in self-employment and, um, and then, sorry, Simon, what were the next part of the question? Self-employment. Oh, business owner. It's,
0: yeah, you, you you turned to business owner, yes.
1: Yeah, so really that was, that was my first role of self-employment. Um, however, even though I was good at being self-employed and I was good at teaching people how to drive and I was good at working with people, I wasn't good at running a business. And that's how I ended up in network marketing because I ended up losing lots of money um, not because driving instructor instructing wasn't successful, um, because I didn't have a clue what to do with money and I didn't have a clue how to run and support a business other than teaching people how to drive and pass their exam. Um, and I ended up looking for an extra income and that's how I ended up getting
0: involved in network marketing and personal development. Wow. Amazing. It's amazing how you can transform, in, transform into being self-employed, then going into being a bizarro, and I know a lot of people think that marketing isn't a real business.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of people don't know how to think. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Of course, exactly. it's a real business. It's got customers. It's transactions. It's helping and supporting. Um, it, it's a franchise, just like any other franchise. Exactly. It's an absolute Absolutely. franchise business. Exactly. You know? is
0: McDonald's not a business? Exactly, mate. Exactly. Absolutely. So, um, so what's the most important thing you've learned in your life? What was, what was the life before you learn it? And what was your life after you learn it? Um, most important thing I've learned in life is
1: to take responsibility for ourselves. Okay. Um, I didn't start taking real responsibility for my life until I were about 27. Uh, and to be in everyone else's eyes an adult and expected to be able to do stuff, but inwardly still feeling like a child, um, uh, uh, feeling like you still need your parents to pick you up and wipe your backside and that, you know, Um, for me, that was a challenge. I had a fantastic upbringing, fantastic parents. And I know there's a lot of people out there that's had a a challenging upbringing, a challenging life. And those challenges are what's made them who they are today. Many people will say, you know, um, and for me, I had, a, I had a good life, but it wasn't until I actually learned to take responsibility for myself and everything around me that I started to grow as a person. So I would say for anyone, the best advice I could give anyone is learn to take responsibility for yourself. Even when it's not your fault, blame yourself because by t- blaming yourself, means that you can now do something about it. You can take responsibility and you can say, right, okay, let's say it's my fault, even though it wasn't. What can I now do about it? Whereas if you just blame everyone else, you're just laying on your back like a dead fly, kicking your legs in the air, going, I'm useless. What can I do?
0: Absolutely, mate. I've been there myself before. I know that's exactly where we're coming from. That's an absolute fantastic answer, care. Thank you. So, um, I'm very passionate about personal development by getting my head into a, a good self help book, listening to audios, watching videos, listening to podcasts, and all this has helped me grow and step out of my comfort zone and become a better version of myself. So, how has personal development helped you in your journey? And have you got any favorite books, mentors that have helped you along the way? Personal
1: development, Um, first of all, bear in mind, in my first six years of network marketing, um, right from day one, people said read a personal development book. The first ever personal development book I ever read um, was Rhinoceros Success by, I can't even remember now. I do apologise. I've not researched it, but basically the first book I read was Rhinoceros Success, which is about having a thick skin and putting up with the things that life throws at you. I then didn't really read another personal development book for six years. And it took me a long time to realize how important personal development was. But then once I really got into it, um, I got into it because I'm dyslexic and that, I didn't really get into it through reading. I got into it through attending seminars and trainings and workshops. And then that, that because that opened my eyes to what personal development can do and realizing that the only problems in life has been myself. Everything else can be dealt with. You know, anyone who thinks they haven't got a problem needs to look in a mirror because their first problem is they're a liar. Right? And, <laughs> and you know, and um, being able to then take responsibility, do personal development and learn about what has been holding me about, learn about myself, learn about the challenges, learn about, why things happen the way they do has been fantastic for me to then be able to step up and and be the per, be on the journey to the person i want to be because i'm not there yet but i'm, I'm well on the road fantastic. best books i think whatever you're involved in involves people no matter what it is you do, there's people involved. No, no person is an island. So anything to do with relationships, people, skills, um, understanding basic psychology, understanding what makes people tick, all that kind of stuff is fantastic books to read. Um, and on that note, uh, the most recent one I've read is Wired That Way by, uh, I can't even tell you her name, but she's the daughter of Florence Litauer, at wrote Personality Plus. Gotcha. And, yeah, yeah, I know uh, what I mean. And they're, they're, they're both brilliant books, Personality Plus and Wired That Way are both brilliant books to help you understand
0: yourself and other people. Amazing. Because I, I recently um, took the Personality Plus test again um, two weeks ago and it's completely changed how I was like five years ago. I yeah. I'm completely, it's completely changed my whole perspective. So I know how much I've grown and, and developed in these last five years.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the 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 core people or the core personalities are always inside us, but we learn how to adapt to those personalities and we can take on other people's personalities as well and skills that we like from, from their personality that's lacking from ours. We can adopt those skills and implement them anyway. You know, it's a choice. That's what I say. Once we take responsibility
0: for our lives, we can do whatever we like. That's amazing given it that's amazing i look back and i remember the first time i stood up in a room i think you, you was actually in the room at the time and and not, awesome. not much not much cut her mouth i also remember the first time i spoke on a live webinar and i was shaking but i remember seeing you speak in front of three thousand people in a room and speak on speak on live webinars with hundreds of people and you come across so confident, and you deliver the information so clearly. You're my hero, Kev. So, oh, thank you. I know. I know now. Um, back now. Anyone can do this. So, um, can you remember the first time that you stood up in front of a room, or stood up in, in, in a big hall with, with lots of people? I can. I can. Um, so, there's been
1: numerous times of different. Places along my journey. So the first time I actually spoke in front of a crowd, I was eight years old and I was a cub and it was the local gang show and um, I was in scouting for... Eight years. So each year we did a gang show and I actually enjoyed it because that, that's my personality. It's who I am. And at that age, I wasn't worried about what people thought. But then um, I, I got a job, went into the army, stuff like that. And then i would not spoke in front of anybody for a long, long time. And then uh, the first time I spoke in front of somebody as an adult was at a business workshop and um, it was to share my story. And the first time I got up were five minutes and my legs wanted to sit back down again, to be honest. You know, what I mean, but
0: um,
1: I enjoyed it and I realized, you know, it's something I saw people's faces and realized that, you know, I was making a difference by sharing what I was sharing, and that's what mattered to me more than anything is helping people make a difference. And then the time you talk about when I spoke in front of three thousand people, uh, just a quick story, if I may. Um, I was sharing the stage with a guy called Darren Hardy. And Darren Hardy is the author of the Success Magazine, a good friend of Jim Rowan's and other Tony Robbins and other personal, net, uh, personal development gurus, yes. as I like to call yes. them, even though they won't call themselves that. Um, and Darren Hardy was speaking for our company and I was sharing the stage with him. And um, he'd been up, he'd done his presentation, he stood down the front of the stage, he didn't stand behind his pulpit and all that and uh, or lectern And um, he stood in front of the stage and he he controlled and owned the stage. And afterwards, um, another leader within our company spoke to him behind stage. And I happened to be present at that meeting or that conversation. And he just says, uh, excuse me, Darren. He says, uh, do you still get nervous before you go on stage? And he didn't answer. What we were actually doing at the time was signing books. Uh, and I had I had a copy of his book in my hand, and I was waiting for it signing, oh,
0: yeah.
1: and he didn't answer him, he just kept signing books, and they, this lad goes, uh, Darren, sorry, did you hear me? He says, I'm just asking, do you, do you still get nervous before you go on stage? And Darren signing book, and he goes, uh, I don't really think you want to know the answer. <laughs> he goes, why, what do you mean? He goes, do you really want the answer? And this guy goes, yeah, of course I do. He goes, but well, if you get nervous before you go on stage, it's not about you; it's about your ego. And, oh. it's, and he went, "Whoa!" And oh. I thought, "Ooh, ash." You know what I mean? And he goes, "No." He goes, "Listen to me." He says, "If you're getting nervous before you go on stage, he says, you think everybody's looking at you." He says, "But it's not about you. When you take the spotlight off you and you put it onto your audience, and it's about what can I do for them, and stop worrying about what they're thinking about you." then you won't be nervous before you go on stage anymore. And this was just before I spoke. And I thought, oh. wow, I say, that's, great a that's a light bulb moment, that is. Yeah, that was a light bulb moment for me. So I walked out on stage, walked to the front of the stage, jumped down the front and went, if it's good enough for Darren, it's good enough for me. Hi, everybody, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and that was it, because all I wanted to think about was, how can I make a difference to just one person in this audience? Um, and if they walk out of here today just going, do you know what, I'd never thought of that before, or I'm going to do that and I've never done that before, or uh, it, it, it just planted the seed for something to grow from that, then I'd achieved everything that I'd wanted to achieve, which were, you know, so that, that were a brilliant experience.
0: That is a very good experience, for a very, um, very good advice.
1: But bottom line is if you're worried about speaking publicly, take the spotlight off yourself and put it on your audience and and you can speak to an audience
0: of whatever size because it's about helping them, it's not about you. Exactly. Wow. Great, great, great mindset. Um so Kev, if you could go back in time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell him? Oh uh, god. Keep going.
1: All right. Um, learn as much as you can. Experience as much as you can experience and have no regrets, because whatever happens, it's made who you are today. And if you don't like who you are today, then you can change it.
0: Change it. Well.
1: Exactly. You can change it. You can change anything you want. Absolutely. You can. You can change it, but nobody can change it for you. Outside motivation might last a couple of days, a couple of weeks. But inside motivation
0: lasts a lifetime. That's indeed. I've learned that self It's amazing. And yeah. um, so I'm very passionate about goal setting, as you know, um, and and becoming the best version of myself. ourselves. So, what techniques do you use, Kev? Right. Okay.
1: So I've just put a video out on my Facebook page. Um, I hope you don't mind me plugging it here. The Network Coach Creator. That's fine, mate. If I'm talking, I've put a video out on there called about goal setting because a lot of people get hung up on setting goals and um, not knowing what they want. I mean, for instance, a lot of us have beliefs or a lot of people have beliefs that I want never gets, which was instilled to to us by our parents, me particularly. So I've personally always struggled with goal setting. So what I learned to focus on, and I can't remember who gave me this advice, but one of the things I learned to focus on was my role rather than my goal and what is my role well in my industry and in 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 the industry I'm involved in uh, and our business my role is to help other people succeed my role is to help other people achieve their goals and by focusing on that role and and helping the goal setters set their goals and achieve their targets then I naturally have achieved mine as well so that isn't to say that goals aren't important they extremely are but when you understand people, not everybody is wired to be a goal setter. No. Not everybody is goal driven okay and it's understanding what works for the people that you're working with, whether you're in an organization, whether you're in a network, whether you're in a job, whatever it is it might be boxing or whatever what what floats what floats that person's boat and how can they achieve their goals by finding – it's called reframing. How can you reframe it for somebody to achieve their goals, particularly if they're not a
0: goal-setting set, goal type of person? I see. So basically you're just trying to help that person get, to get, what they, get what they want and obviously then you get what you want. Yeah, Zig Ziglar,
1: again, another brilliant mentor. Zig Ziglar, Zig, uh, Zig Ziglar said, help enough people get what they want and you'll get everything you want. And it is so, so true. I've achieved loads of goals, but I've never sat down and created a plan for them. I've wrote a list and I've got a vision board, uh, you know, so don't, you know, I have got a list of things that I want to achieve and I've wrote a vision and I've got a vision board, but I've never really sat down and planned on how I'm going to achieve things. I just know what I want. I focus on it. I think about it. I visualize it. And I help other people achieve their goals, create their plans, set their work ethic, and in turn, I've create
0: I've achieved many, many goals over the last twenty years or so. I, I, I I've done exactly the same. Okay, obviously, I've never done a routine, a planner. But recently, I found an old goal book and um, stuff of goals I wanted to achieve, and I went actually went through the whole goal book, and every single goal on there I wrote down, I actually achieved. Do you know what, say. I- Exactly the same, exactly the same. I look back at when I
1: first learned about setting goals and you look at the first goals you set, uh, how much you want to earn, where you want to go, things like that. And then just like in, I think it's Beach Money, another CD, fantastic CD. The guy there said he'd thrown his book away and he found it seven years later when he was moving house. And exactly the same thing happened to me. Found my old goal book, looked at it, and not everything, because I still haven't got the private island yet and stuff like <laughs> that. But the, the majority of stuff I had ticked off and achieved, especially the smaller stuff and that that I never thought I would. Oh, air balloon ride!
0: I got engaged in an, an air balloon it, ride. Yeah, I, did, like amazing, mate. Yeah, you did. I didn't even realise I'd written it down. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. that's Absolutely amazing, mate. isn't it, absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Power, power goal setting. So, so I'm going to finish off three questions. So, what was your biggest mistake that you've made? in your business or in businesses and what did you learn from it the biggest mistake i believe you can make
1: in business for me personally is just having one income stream i now have multiple income streams um at the moment um At the moment, it's just my job and my network marketing business. I'm currently developing um, a coaching and personal development business within network marketing. I'm a network marketing coach, so I'm helping people build their businesses. It doesn't matter what network they're in because the fundamentals are all the same. Um, I'm also doing stuff with emotional emotions management training, helping people um, overcome fears, phobias, anxiety, depression, sadness, that sort of stuff, by taking them on a training course. Uh, at the moment, it's a one-day training course, but we're going to be developing it into a two-day course. A um, couple of hours in a classroom and then a whole day putting the skills to test. Um, actually, on, uh, put, we'll be putting you in nervous and challenging situations where you actually will feel some emotions that you need to get control of in order to carry out the tasks and and stuff. But once you get to the other side, you'll... And if you can do that, you can do anything. That's amazing. amazing. So good. Absolutely. Yes, that sounds amazing, Kev. Really fun. So multiple income streams. Biggest mistake. Never do it again, because all my eggs were in one
0: basket, and that basket collapsed. Exactly. I've been there myself. I've done it myself. So now I've gradually got to have more than one income stream coming in now. You can't, you just can't rely on one income stream. Absolutely not. I guess we hear okay. I guess we hear this word a lot, entrepreneur, and it's band, and it is banded around a lot. But if it's if if the word is used in a different content, especially and it, it loses its meaning. So what's your kind of what's your perspective on this, Kev? For me, entrepreneur means anyone who's
1: gonna swim against the tide, anyone who's gonna um try and be successful in their own right. Uh, whether that's through a franchise, whether it's by following someone else's proven system, excuse me, it's someone who's going out there and just wants to achieve success. And again, success is divine, defined by the individual, what that is. But usually there's people around us trying to pull us back and pull us down and pull us back to where they think we should be. And an entrepreneur will pull in the opposite direction and and strive for what they want whether it's in business or life you know I, I, for me entrepreneur means someone who's stepping out from the crowd
0: absolutely mate that's i think i think that's the way i look at it kev um so they say things happen for a reason and sometimes we put against challenges um, like the earth is sort of pushing it in a different direction in my in my personal life obviously I've been bitten and I've not listened, and then I've just sort of gone back to that situation or that environment. And then it's come back and kicked me harder. And it's basically it's the world or universe telling me you will make a change. So, what's your perspective on this, Kev?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree completely. Um, there's things that's happened in my life where uh, you don't listen to the signs. Um, I'm not a religious person. OK, I'm not religious, but I believe in God. Some people call it the universe. So what I mean by that for anyone listening is I'm not into Christianity, Judaism. I'm not Muslim, Buddhist or anything like that. To me, they're religions. But I do believe in a higher power, that there's a God or that there is a, a universe, a solar system, a source, a, a divine energy. And that divine energy. Keeps telling us when we're making mistakes and doing things wrong. and Sending us lessons, and we need to learn from them. Lessons, and we don't always learn. And each time we don't learn from each lesson, something else comes along to say, "You're still making the same mistake. You're still doing the same thing. What you're going to do different this time?" And each time, it's just a bit more painful. Yes, and I emotionally painful. Emotion and quite painful. often, to me, the universe speaks to you through our emotions, and quite often, doing the right thing you know it's the right thing because it's most often the hardest thing it's the thing you don't want to do so you put it off and do what's easy instead of what's right
0: yeah absolutely i've done that plenty of times myself before always always a fear of not not having that, the fear of that not having that income or just just just, just a fear of, yeah. of fear of change yeah yeah definitely who moved my cheese another good book actually a fantastic book as yes Actually, yeah, fantastic. Really Oomoo, my cheese. Yes, definitely. The other ones, Our Iceberg is Melting. I've only just got that on your recommendation.
1: I haven't listened to it all. About the penguins. Yes. Yeah, I've got an audible. I haven't listened
0: to it all. Yeah, yeah that's a really good book. guys. really good book. Um, I've really enjoyed our conversations um, today, Kev. Where can the listeners find out more about you and what is, what is your plans for the future? right okay so yeah
1: basically um i've got a facebook page called the network coach creator um they can find out about me on there they're welcome to um follow me on my normal facebook which is just kevin Ryder. um and i'm writing a book at the moment again inspired by my good friend here simon oh, wow thank you Yeah, so I'm writing a book at the moment. It's always been on my to-do list, again, on my goal board, I guess. But it's always been on my to-do list. But the the planets have now aligned, and I've started writing that. So I will have a book out, which is about emotional management, dealing with your emotions and strategies to cope with um, emotions that whether you work in a, a... uh, high-pressure job or the NHS or military PTSD, anxiety, things like that. It's just strategies, coping strategies to help deal with that. Um, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, so that's how they can find out, mainly my Facebook page
0: at the moment, uh, which will be followed by a website, I guess. Fantastic. Well, it's, been, it's been really exciting so Been talking to you. I've been, I've been wanting to get you on the show for... For, for, since, since i started this show but thanks for coming in this afternoon Kevin, into the studio you're welcome it's been an absolute pleasure and an honor simon really it's
1: brilliant to see you doing so well as well mate really Thank is real Thank well, chuffed thanks a lot Thank take,
0: take, care. take care okay bye wow 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 what an extraordinary man what an ex- Inspiration Kevies to others, so go and check them out over on Facebook. To let you know, I'm available on Facebook too. I'm also over on Instagram 1846. To let you know, I've also written my first book, it's over on Amazon. It's called What Is Your Comfort Zone Costing You? It's on paperback and also available on. Kindle. I've also got let you know, obviously, there'll be more of the interviews coming shortly. The diary's filling up for this year and next year, so do keep plugged in and keep listening out for more interviews. I've been your host, Simon Lowe, and you take care now. And have an amazing morning, afternoon, evening when you catch this. Bye now.